This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for Sunday, July 5th, 2015. The Gospel is taken from the book of Mark, chapter 6, verses 1 through 13. The message is by Mother Nancy James. This morning our Gospel story is about Jesus going home. He returns to his kith and his kin, and they know him not as the Son of God. They question his right to speak as he does. They question his authority, and so not many miracles happen. Jesus says to them, prophets are not without honor except in their hometown and among their own kin and in their own house. We erroneously view this as Jesus' power being diminished. Instead of seeing that these people of Nazareth are foolishly rejecting the gifts of God. Because they know him, they aren't listening to him. And we can make this same mistake. It's called being defensive. That's when we get our hackles up. In the gospel, it says, they took offense at him. Instead of listening and trying to find truth in what is being heard, they react out of emotion and let their emotions rule. There are two things that go on in our reactions. We process the information, and we process an internal emotional response. When we become defensive, our emotional response takes over. Oh, we justify this behavior by saying we're protecting ourselves. We're defending our rights. We're standing up for our territory, for our beliefs, for our own. But in reality, what we are doing is not listening to the other. And in this case, we may actually be rejecting blessings. So how do we handle becoming defensive? Well, first you have to recognize when it's happening, when you do become defensive, when our emotional responses take over. And once we recognize it, then we can choose not to let it take over, to stay focused on the exchange, to try to discern what the content of the message is rather than the emotional response that it elicits. Oh, don't worry, the emotions don't get lost. Just put them aside to deal with them later. We should ask ourselves if there's any truth in what is being said. Try not to pay attention to how it is said, but stick to the content. Take all the emotionally laden words out of what is being said and just deal with the facts that are left. Is there any truth there? Then respond to that. The whole tenor of the exchange will change because you have done this. You are really listening to the other person now. I know this is easier said than done, but it does work and we just need to practice. So don't give up. Keep trying. It really works. 
So what do you do when the other person gets defensive and is lost in their emotional response? We do as Jesus did. We continue on our path and find ways to expand our ministries, leaving them where they were. Jesus went out among the villages, and he sent his disciples out in teams of two. The work went on. And he told the disciples that they would encounter disbelief too. And if they did, they were to shake off the dust that is on your feet as a testimony against them. There's also a spiritual interaction here. And it too is a two-sided exchange. There's God's grace and generosity as planned for us. His healing power and gifts are being offered. And then there is the reception of those gifts on the other side. Acceptance that we have the free will to exercise or not. Look what has happened in the Gospel of Mark prior to today's pericope. The woman with the issue of blood for 12 years is healed just by touching Jesus' hem. Jairus' daughter is raised from the dead. A demoniac is restored and sent home to his family. Each of these events is characterized by deep faith. People were not only desperate for change, but they believed that God could change them. God's power is present, and the people believed and accepted it. They asked in full expectation of a response They are looking everywhere and at everything as a possible response. They are discerning and using the Holy Spirit to help them find the answers they seek. Do you see the difference? It's like the old joke about the man in the flood. The policeman comes to his door and tells him to leave because it's flooding. And the man says, God will save me and the water rises. A fireman comes by in a boat and offers to take the man away, but he says, no, God will save me, and the water rises more. The man is standing on his roof, and a helicopter comes by, and the man refuses to leave, saying, God will save me. And as the man drowns, he cries to God, why didn't you save me? And God answers, What more did you want? I sent the police, a boat, and a helicopter. Not once did the man ask, could this possibly be the answer from God? Or try to discern God's action in what was happening around him. You have heard me say many times that each day is a gift from God, full of his 